Hey guys, welcome to the Fantasy Coaches Podcast. This is your host, as always, Steve Pintado. And with me, as always, is my main man, Jabron Curtis. What's going on today, Jibs? It's going good. A little sleepy, but I'm ready to pod today, boys. We're talking Dynasty. Yeah, we're talking some Dynasty. Uh, I got a lot of things to go over before beforehand, and then we're going to do a Dynasty mock draft. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I'd love to introduce our guest for this evening. He's a fellow member of the Fantasy Coaches Going international again, guys. Kevin, how are we doing today? Thanks for coming back on. Hey, guys. No, thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Fun being here. Yeah, absolutely. We always love having you on. You always have the great great insight on fantasy football talk, so we love to have you on. I know you like to talk about Dynasty, so that's why we brought you back on. I do love me some Dynasty. Yeah, we're going to talk all about it today. Uh, but before we get started, uh, quickly, guys, please go check out our website at www.thefantasycoaches.com. We have a lot of fun things going on over there. Uh, we just partnered up with Fanatics, so if you guys are sports guy, sports people, go over there. You can click on the link, get yourself some new gear for the upcoming seasons. Um, and then definitely go follow our Twitter page at Coaches Fantasy. Uh, you can definitely go follow me at Coach Stephen P. And guys, let the listeners know where they can follow you at. You can follow me at Hot Take Control on Twitter. Uh, Coach KBH on Twitter. Yeah, so give us a follow, guys. We'll give you all the best details out there on the Twitter on the Twitter sphere. Um, but just a quick, we're going to go over the news real quick. There's not too much going on, but a lot of rumors out there. I'm just going to run through them real quick, guys. You know, the big rumors that Jameis Winston isn't probably coming back to the, the Bucks. You know, there's a rumor that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are having some issues right now. And there's a dark horse with the 49ers possibly going in on Tom Brady. You know, Philip Rivers has been linked to the Colts, you know, things like that. There's a lot of rumors going on right now. Uh, there was a, you know, a trade for A.J. Boye to the Denver Broncos for a fourth-round pick. Frank Gore is not expected back to, you know, to the Bills. So uh, a couple different things. Oh, and Jacksonville is looking to trade Nick Foles after one year of signing him for an $88 million contract and hopefully going forward with Gardner Menchu. So uh, anything you guys want to take away from that? Uh, I'd say that just... The Jags have really placed themselves in a bad position. They've made some really poor creation acquisitions and given them big contracts. I think they really dug themselves deep with Nick Bowles. And even though Gardner Minshew isn't necessarily a top 10 quarterback, I think they're willing to roll the dice in him for a few years just to get themselves out of cap hell. I agree with you, but I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Just him leaving the New England Patriots will be a god gift for us during the spring. Uh, we've been seeing it for years and years and years. It almost feels like it's just my life now, seeing Tom Brady just win 10, 11, 12 games a year and going to the Super Bowl. So can we break that power couple up, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady? I hope so. Let's restore the AFC East back to pre-2000s. Uh, Who's going to win that breakup, though? Brady on a new team or Belichick with a new QB? Uh, I'm going with Belly. Uh, it really depends who the quarterback and the team that Brady signs with, I think, really make that decision. I don't know. We'll find out, though, who the true mastermind is. Is, is it the quarterback all these years, or has it been the head coach? So uh, we'll see that for sure. Uh, again, those both, you know, great uh, points right now. Kind of sucks if Jameis Winston really doesn't go back to the Bucks because he's a fantasy gold mine there with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And if they bring someone else in who maybe not th- doesn't throw the ball like he does, kind of sucks for fantasy, especially those who have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on their dynasty team. So... Uh, you know, that, that kind of sucks overall. But we have, you know, another week and a half to go before we really know about where all these guys are going to go. So looking forward to that. But we're going to talk Dynasty, guys. And I let everyone go and kind of talk about what they like about Dynasty and what 
they you know experienced about why dynasty is the way that people are seem to be heading towards and instead of just seasonal redraft leagues that we've been known for so many years so kevin i'll let you go first you know why do you like dynasty i like dynasty because i love football i mean i want to play it all year round when you're just playing redraft you're just looking at what five months of the year you draft in august you play you make the playoffs in december you're making you're playing in the last couple of weeks but after that you're just sort of following what's going on without any real like, need you're just seeing oh maybe i can draft this guy in august then the rookie draft comes around, the NFL draft, and, you know, you're seeing some people land. You're probably more interested in the running back because the wide receivers don't necessarily hit. Whereas with Dynasty, you're really paying attention because you have a draft where you're going after these guys and you want to see who's going to develop throughout their career, who you're going to draft and keep hold of their entire career. That I just think is really exciting. Yeah, you hit it on the head. Like, for me, it's just a thrilling experience. It's just like playing an online managed franchise with your friends. But it's also very challenging to evaluate the players on your team and project them to your roster to see if you're a pretender or a contender. So you can build a team any way you want. You can manage it any way you want. But for me, there's nothing like acquiring talents through trades with your draft picks. Sure, like, we're all salivating over this year's rookie draft class. And... Some people sold some picks. Some people bought some picks in our league. But it's just like I just love the fact that you could just kind of you're like your own NFL franchise. You can name the team whatever you want. It's cool. Like next week's free agency, and we're all going to be all wired in here because guess what? Like we have to fill our team's needs. There's players on the waiver wire that maybe on new teams that we could scoop up and give our team a nice little bump. So I like it. it's all year round, never stop. I want more. You guys hit it right on the head on that one, guys. Uh, you know, I love Dynasty as well, guys. I've been a huge fan over the last year now since I started actually doing Dynasty. I was in two leagues now. I'm jumping up to four leagues. Uh, I'm nuts, but um, I enjoy a lot of the aspect of Dynasty. You know, there's not as much during the season kind of action, which kind of sucks, besides setting your lineup every week. But, you know, that off season is insane with things you can do. You know, you kind of put the team the way you want it. You want the play- If you want certain players out there, you can go out there and get those players. You can trade away players. You can trade your draft picks. And I think the whole aspect of just trading, if you like that whole trading aspect you get during the regular season but you don't seem to have enough of it, you have it through the entire off season. I'm in one league where I think we had like 15 trades go in like a two-day span. It was insane, but it was what people wanted on their teams. Some of the trades didn't look as great, but some people evaluate players differently. Uh, I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, Kevin, I'll let you go and talk about, like, the taxi squads, maybe give some people the insight on that. Uh, Yeah, sure. So, um, obviously, you've got limits on roster uh, numbers. So, say, my league has, what, 25 on the roster. But you spotted some young talent and you want to let them develop, but you don't really want to get them into your squad just yet because you don't know how they're going to perform. So you just place them on your taxi squad, um, generally as a rookie, either for one or two years, and you can watch them develop. And then at the end of that, you have to then either decide are you going to move them into your team fully, or are you going to cut them loose and see who else wants them. Definitely. You know, like taxi squad is, is, is a great tool for those people who really have that knowledge in fantasy football. And if you, it, it's kind of cool that you like, hey, I knew this guy would be great. And, you know, three years down the line, he's a fantasy superstar. And you just basically, the team you already have you think is great. You just got another piece 
to the puzzle without even having to keep them on your active roster. So it's a lot of fun there. Uh, Jibs, I'll let you talk about maybe a little bit about you know the how age kind of impacts Dynasty compared to maybe just our normal redraft league. Oh, yeah, you picked the right guy for this. Like, Steve, as you see in my our Dynasty League, like, I'm just shopping off veterans. I don't want them on my team. My team's pretty much around 25, 26 years old in all the positions. So you guys want to – it's like a game of – it's like having a stock on the stock market. You want to know when to sell that stock. So if you have a Julio Jones or something, you're still getting some good production out of him, but he's only getting older and older, and you have to sell him eventually. So do you want your dollar – or two dollars, or you want to give some guy fifty cents, like so. You just gotta play the part. You gotta know when to sell your veteran players. Sometimes they're good veteran players. You could get like Mark Ingram last year, for instance. Like I didn't want him, but Steve, you picked him up and you, you, you rode him pretty much to a championship, from what I know. So it's just all about evaluating your team, making sure you're just two steps ahead of the your uh, league mates. Exactly. I think that's why um, Dynasty is so great. Is that Every team can be following different strategies. So you can have some guys who are going to go all in by the veterans who are going to get them points this season. And it might not work out in the long run, but if they get that ship right now, is it worth it? Whereas you'll have some other guys who will ship away their veterans, go for some young guys, and hopefully they'll be aiming at two or three ships down the road. You guys hit it right on the nail again. Uh, like I said, th- that is a huge aspect. of like The age is such a huge factor. Uh, in my own personal league, you know, I had Mark Ingram and Zach Ertz, both guys who were hitting at a 30 mark, and I had enough depth that I could trade these guys away for two future first-round picks. And you know, one of the biggest things that's different than like obviously, you know, redrafts is the draft itself. You know, it's not you doing a whole 16, 17 round draft and picking your team. You have your team, and all you're doing is adding some great weapons to your team, and so. If you're if you're a big fan of college football, you kind of have a great insight of how you do dynasty football, NFL because you're just drafting the young guys that are coming on. So and it's just like a regular NFL draft, guys. It's you know if you're the worst team in the league, you're gonna have the first pick in every round. You know it's just the way it is, and and you know those first round picks become picks become value very valuable in fantasy in the trading aspect of it because you can trade away all your picks. You don't need these guys to perform three years down the line because your team is set for the next three years and that's kind of what you know the draft is you know you're trading swapping players I have three first round picks this year because my team needs to get some youth and depth on the team and it just happens that way and it's a lot of fun to trade those picks as well so yeah and if you also know your league mates too if you know a certain owner just loves to have high end talent hey, maybe you could sucker him just trading you some picks from next year and the year after that. And then you also could do the vice versa and um, try to acquire some picks as well. But it's, it's all about evaluation. Like I, You could evaluate your roster, but you also need to evaluate your league mates' rosters too. Maybe you could see if the one league guy doesn't have a tight end or a quality backup tight end. Ship him some random tight end and you may get a draft pick out of it. It'll help you out in the long run. Yeah, so like I said, trading picks is so much fun. I think it just, I think a lot of people, I don't know if you guys experience in your redraft leagues, but I know what me and Jibs, me and Jibs have, and we've seen people veto trades all day long because they're not fair. In Dynasty, there's a little more leniency to that because you're paying to be in this league. You're, you know, you're, you want to build your team the right way. So if you want to give up some of your talented players, it's not like next year you're going to have a whole new 
chance to do it again. You're, you're going to have these same players on your team, so people don't do as bad of his trades. And if they do, you know, you kind of just let it go, and people kind of just deal with what they have. Yeah, I mean, I don't think a trade should ever be vetoed, barring collusion in Dynasty, because you never know what's going through people's minds with their strategies. Definitely. And I feel like you get more committed people, so sometimes you don't. Sometimes people leave, and you have some orphan teams. When, when people say orphan, it means there's a team that's already been made who doesn't have an owner right now, so people will go out there and ask. And so if you've seen that in some of your communities and orphan leagues, that's what that kind of means. I mean, there's no owner to that team, and they need somebody there. So is there also any, any other rules you guys can think of that you know people may want to know about Dynasty? Well, you could definitely be creative with your league. I only play in one Dynasty league. But like I've been seeing a lot of buzz recently about salary cap leagues. I think that's a very cool concept to advance the dynasty league. Just like you're having an actual NFL roster. And I'm also starting to like the idea of tight end premium. It allows the tight end position to accrue value equal to the running backs and wide receivers or the, the top running backs and tech wide receivers. Uh, and then lastly, you also can just make it a super flex or a two QB league, which will um Increase the value of quarterbacks. Like I can't get a sniff of, with a trade with my uh, backup quarterback in a one quarterback league, but in a superflex league, oh my god, y'all have owners calling me for days. Yeah, especially when trades are involved. Superflex makes it so much more fun because you have a whole new position to actually trade. Whereas in one QB league, like you get your QBs, no one really wants them. They're not that valuable. Buying like your Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, uh, Dynasty is a great concept, guys, and if it's something you guys can take advantage of, it's so much fun. Obviously, the one thing we didn't really mention was, you know, obviously your benches are much bigger. That's kind of why, you know, Jibs mentioned adding more players to your starting lineup because it makes it, it makes it fun to do that sometimes. And you said most likely going to have, you know, between, you know, 15 and 20 people on your bench. Your benches are going to be big. That's, that's kind of why I mentioned before that waivers weren't a big, big issue. It's very rare that they do. Just another thing as well, uh, you know, Sleeper is a great tool for, you know, doing dynasties. And no, guys, this isn't me promoting Sleeper, but we've used it uh, so far, and they've been very good and very easy to work with when it comes to using dynasty drafts. I know a lot of other formats like ESPN, Yahoo, their dynasty, I heard, is it that great, or do they don't really have that function to really perform it? So Sleeper is a great tool for that as well. So uh, is there anything else you guys want to mention before we move on? I would just say with dynasty, Playing uh, team defense isn't necessarily great, and kickers, so those are positions you might want to drop. But then adding um, IDP is something that I've really enjoyed in my home league this year. Um, it really gives you another aspect and gets you even deeper into football because you're paying attention to both sides of the ball. But obviously that's quite a niche area, so not for everyone, maybe. Yeah, and also, like, with Dynasty, you also want to just talk to the league mates, talk smack, just keep... Keep the uh, community flowing all year round, so people are kind of engaged, even though it's the off season technically. But dynasty never stops, so that's another thing I'll add to your dynasty leagues. Yeah, no such thing as the off season; it's just the yeah. trading season. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. And the trading season is actually very fun compared to just the regular season sometimes, because you get to build a team the way you want. So uh, that's our dynasty one hundred and one for you guys. Hopefully, that's kind of helped you guys make a decision if you want to make that next jump. But for those who are actually already play Dynasty and are maybe looking to make some moves, you know, we did we do have a couple, you know, buy lows that we all came up with and sell high we want to quickly mention. Um, Kevin, we'll let you go first. Who is your first buy low? Okay, so my first buy low is someone I'm trying to buy in every single Dynasty League I'm in. 
and it's Robbie Anderson. I think this time of year, just ahead of free agency, is the perfect time to be looking at your buy lows. Uh, Anderson was on a poor Jets offense last year. Um, they had trouble at QB. They had trouble keeping them healthy, keeping them on their feet. And Anderson really suffered, but he's only 26 and he's about to hit free agency. There are a lot of teams out there who could use an outside wide receiver and might not want to wait until the draft to hope that the right guy falls to them. Um, if he lands in somewhere like Green Bay or Oakland and he can really take off, then I think his value could shoot up. I like that. I hope he comes to Philly. For me, yeah, I'm going to buy Austin Eckler before free agency starts, especially if you have a hunch or you're feeling froggy about Melvin Gordon actually leaving the Los Angeles Chargers. And if it's a PPR league, guys, start getting your phone out, start texting. We all saw what Eckler could do when he was a lead dog while Melvin Gordon was holding out. And we also saw what he could do with Melvin Gordon in the lineup. Austin Eckler had double-digit PPR points in all but one game last year. If you look at the game log, it's just exploding. He had that almost 40-point game in week one. He followed up with like a 24-pointer. And he just provided consistent fantasy production, even as his role diminished. So I'm definitely interested in Austin Eckler. He was the RB2 most likely in 2018. And if I could get an RB2 still, he's 24 years old. I'm all about Eckler. Yeah, Eckler was a great breakout candidate last year. And if you can get him for the cheap, you might as well take advantage of that right now. Uh, For me, guys, it's Deontay Johnson. And I'll quickly, you know, know, during the second half of the season, I mean, he was really good. I mean, he got – very far ahead. He had seven games with at least 10 fantasy points or more. And and it was back with like a backup quarterback and Mason Rudolph and the third stringer and, and Devlin Hodge. I mean, he did very well for having very lack of talent at the quarterback position. You know, Big Ben will be back next year and Big Ben should be able to elevate him to the next level. I think he has a similar style to like the Antonio Brown. I'm not saying he's Antonio Brown, but he could be. And even if Big Ben only plays another year or two, I think the Steelers would do enough to get another quarterback in there. And we've seen, even with limited talent, that Deontay Johnson could do very well for us in fantasy. So he's my uh, first buy low on the team. So, But we'll go right back around. Kevin, we'll go back to you now. What is your second buy low for, for everyone? So my second buy low is Ronald Jones the second, or Rojo if you prefer. Um, the Bucks are be A lot of people are mocking a... Um, running back to go to the buck, but I'm not buying it. He's only 22, so he's not much older than the back coming in, and he's had two years of experience under his belt. He posted 1,000 yards from scrimmage in 2019 behind a bad O-line, and I think one thing that got overlooked last year is that the buck defense wasn't actually that bad. The fact is that they had to play in poor uh, situations on the field because Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions. <laughs> Um, so as long as they're not doing that again next year, I think they could have a better defense. And if they fix that O-line, I think Rojo could have a good season. And they need to freaking get this guy moving, man. I'm tired of seeing Peyton Barber and Dare and whoever else is back there just not getting any carries for significant yardage. For me, I'm going with Debo Samuel. Sure, he plays on a run-first team, but... God damn, he's everything I wanted on my wish list. He finished the season on a he finished the year on a tear scoring. He scored double digit points in seven out of the last eight games. Debo Samuels is twenty four years old, guys. He was a rookie last year. He's eight years younger than Emmanuel Sanders, who has been pretty much 
he's been kind of injury prone the later part of his NFL career. So I'm not expecting Emmanuel Sanders to keep up his outstanding status of being healthy anytime soon. So if you can get Debo Samuel, I don't think he's going to come cheap if you have some savvy dynasty owners, but I'll definitely buy him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, those are both great selections, guys. You know, some people did great buy lows there. Uh, my last one, though, is Preston Williams out of Miami. Kind of went, <laughs> kind of went uh, favoritism because I am a Dolphins fan. But uh, you know, he undrafted the guy at a Colorado State. He dominated early on, and he was leading the team in like yards and targets and touchdowns very early in the season. He actually was playing better than Devontae Parker was before Devontae Parker broke out, and. You know, people kind of think forget about him because he got hurt early on. So he could be someone you could go buy low on. The defense is still bad, so they're going to probably end up throwing the ball a little bit more. You know, you have probably Fitzpatrick back there at least another year who's going to just air it out all day long. And, you know, in every game he had at least five targets. So he was heavily involved, and especially you saw a small portion with him and Fitzpatrick were able to keep the targets aligned and, and strong. So. Preston Williams, you probably could get him low, maybe a second-round pick, and, and be pretty happy because I think he's someone who could end up being a big breakout over the next couple of years. But with theirs being buy, high, uh, buy highs, uh, buy lows, there's some sell-high guys that we're trying to get off for Dynasty teams. And, Kevin, we'll let you start first. Who's your first sell-high? Okay, so I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. Um, he was a stud last year, top five running back. Um, he finished with what? nearly 1,600 yards and 19 touchdowns. I mean, he was fantastic. I'm sure he won a lot of people championships, but I think now is the time to cash in on his value because I don't think he'll ever be higher. He's due for some negative touchdown regression. He had a touchdown every 15 touches of the ball, which is something that he can't sustain. Um, I think Rodgers had a down year. The wide receiving core was decimated and then just didn't perform. If they add some more talent to there, um, I think... Jones might get fewer touches in the red zone, leaves a fewer touchdowns. And yeah, I don't think he'll be worth the value you'll get from him right now. Uh, yeah, so you definitely stole my pick, Kevin, but I'm going to give it an additional one that I actually did sold on my Dynasty roster. But to add to your point, Jamal Williams and him played pretty much split snaps. I don't know the actual snap percentage, but it's pretty much high 55 to. Aaron Jones to about Williams, like a lower 40%. So, like Kevin said, he scored 18 touchdowns last year. And just imagine if six to eight touchdowns went Jamal Williams' way or just to any receiver's way, like he said. And Aaron Jones had two knee injuries his first two years in the league. He was lucky that he didn't get injured last year. But I just have concern for some of his prior injuries that will be kind of prominent down the road. But... My dynasty sell was Keenan Allen. We know Phillip Rivers is out of town. I may have panicked because we don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be for the Los Angeles Chargers. But just having on my roster this year, it just seems so bad. Like he would score. He'll have minimum production, and then the fourth quarter will come, and he'll kind of save his output for the day. But maybe the change of scenery will help Keenan Allen. He'll get an actual quarterback who could sling the rock down the field and not just chuck it to the running backs. So I'm going to sell Keenan Allen, get what I could get. I traded Keenan Allen for Devontae Parker, Debo Samuels, and the 12 pick. So I'll take my haul. I'm about the younger talent. Yeah, um, I'm all about young talent too, Jibs. 
Um, for me, it's Mark Ingram. Uh, those touchdowns from 15 touchdowns should regress heavily co next year. Uh, he's over 31 years old. He will be 31 this, by the time the season starts. And he just was so efficient with the ball and on such few carries. I don't expect that to keep up going in 2020. I expect them to at least get a little bit better in the passing game. And I don't know if they're going to end up rushing the ball more or not, but they were the highest scoring rusher. I assume that would have to come down just a little bit. And I just think that, you know, Mark Ingram is kind of on the, on his last legs, I feel like. You know, he hasn't had that many carries on him, but I think it's the perfect time to sell him. I think his ceiling, his his value is never higher right now, and it may not be that same value come next year. So he's a definitely a great sell candidate right now. Justice Hill. Justice Hill, yes. I uh, can't wait for that to happen, hopefully. But we're on to our last buy, uh, sell high, and Kevin, lead us off. Okay, so I'll go with you opposite of your by low and this is going to be Devontae Parker and Preston Williams does play a factor in there um, last year Parker finally broke out it was his, his fifth year um, Fitzpatrick took over they just slung the ball all around Parker took advantage of that he had 400 yard games and nine touchdowns um, I think everyone had pretty much given up on him by then in the fantasy community but right now is the time to sell they're going to be adding a new Quarterback, new wide receivers, Preston Williams is going to come back. You're not going to have Fitzpatrick slinging the ball around. I really think if you've got Parker, take advantage of his supposed breakout and run. I would like to add also that I traded Devontae Parker subsequently after that, so I don't have him on my roster anyway. But guys, like we always hear every year at the start of draft season, Quarterback regression. I'm going with Lamar Jackson. He was a QB1 in the 2019 MVP by far last year. And, hey, I own Lamar Jackson. I'm secretly shopping to see what value I could get. So I'm just telling owners, if you have a quality backup quarterback who's not going to get you 35 points every game, but, hey, you can find yourself a decent quarterback and you still could strike gold with the weakest link in your dynasty league and get some draft capital for him because everyone's just looking at the gaudy numbers for last year get your picks definitely like that get your picks guys uh my last guy here is tyler higby tight end rams wow this man went on a tear in the last four games of the season 100 yards just dominating force and he could be a good sell, a sell bait right now. People may be really high on him because, oh, he's finished real strong. He's going to be the next breakout guy. But he could end up having a decent season next year. But there's just so many mouths to feed in this Rams offense. I just don't know how effective he's going to be. I just think it was just the right part, right time of the year where he just happens to dominate. Uh, and if you're looking, and maybe you have him as your backup tight end, if you could look to get him off your hands and get something real, uh, real big for him still, someone who's in need of a tight end and wants to spend the money on him, uh, I think Tyler Higby is a great uh, sell candidate right now before uh, things get a little crazy uh, come the season. Mm, you're swaying me, Steve. You, you see my tight end situation. You have I have so many. tight end, but I have a bunch of them. Exactly. So he, he may be on the top wish list for uh, owner before the draft. Oh, yeah. The draft. But that's the end of our sell high, buy low segment, guys. And we're here for the best part. Mock drafts are so much fun. And we're here to do a Dynasty 12-man Dynasty mock draft. We have the third pick of the draft. We're real excited about it. Basically, we're just going to all combinedly pick one great team for us in fantasy football and go from there and kind of just give a little insight on why, unless we find some also some crazy picks that we like, wow, this player went early or late 
Uh, we're going to talk about that too. So uh, looks like we're on the clock now. Third overall pick, of course. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey went one and Saquon went two. So, guys, who do you guys like at the third pick here? You know, Michael Thomas seems to be a big hot commodity. Ezekiel Elliott. Who do you guys like? Um, so, if you look at the other top backs, I think they're sort of on the older side, as good as they are, like Kamara, Elliott. Um, I really like Michael Thomas, especially with Breeze coming back this year. And he showed that he can play with any QB with Teddy Bridgewater took over. Um, wide receivers are that bit more valuable with their longevity. I really like uh, Thomas at the three spot. Gotcha, Jibs. Any preference? Yeah, man, I definitely like Michael Thomas, especially if it's a PPR league. You can see with Treddy Bridgewater or Drew Brees, all this man has to do is go do a slant route. He'll get just 10 yards, and he'll do that eight times a game. And you have the 80 yards, you have eight catches, and the, the points just accrue and add up. Yeah, um, I completely agree with you once as well. I think I think he's the best pick. I kind of like Zeke, but it's not a big deal. Uh, Michael Thomas is going to be your first pick. And after that, it went with a slew of players, you know, Hopkins, Zeke, Dalvin Cook, Tyree Kilk, Alvin Kamard, Adams, Godwin, Chubb, and Joe Mixon to round out the first round. Then we went with Mike Evans, Odell Beckham, Juju, Amari, Derrick Henry, Lenny Fournette, Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, and Josh Jacobs. And now we're back here, guys. Where do you guys like this next pick here? We can get Julio Jones. We can get Todd Gurley. Uh, James Conner still out there if anyone has interest in him. Uh, we could go tight end and go Kelsey, go quarterback. I'm just glad we missed out on Jacobs by one pick. I think he would have been a perfect guy here. Oh, for sure, yeah. He would have been a great pick here. I, I like him a lot. Um, I'm thinking we just go... I, I want to say let's just take Julio. We could take Julio. Or we could get a younger guy like A.J. Brown, though, too. A.J. Brown in the second? I mean, I can't... I think we can get A.J. Brown in the next round. I think we can, That's too. That's true, too. I forgot about the swing. So, Kevin, what about you? What do you like? Yeah, I like Julio. All right, so let's go. And we just went with Julio, guys. Now we got Michael Thomas and Julio Jones, a terrific combo together. Following that pick, we had George Kittle go. And, you know, we had Kenny Galladay. That ended the third, second round there. Great two rounds so far. I, I think we might need to go running back here, guys, now, I think. Or do you guys want to go back with wide receiver once again? Um, with two top-level wide receivers, I think it's good to get somebody in at running back here. Oh, Definitely well. need a running back. So the beginning of the third round, we had Miles Sanders and Stefan Diggs go. And we're sitting at running back right now, guys. And we've got Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, on Johnson. Uh, a lot of these players are question marks right now. Where do you guys see anybody here right now? This is a hard pick right here. Um, we can get the, t- uh, the positional advantage, get Kelsey. I think that would be a bar- uh, bargain for us. Or we could, even though I hate it, we could invest in quarterback Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes still on the board. Pat Mahomes would be a nice addition. I don't think he gets back to us in the next round, so if we wanted to go that route. I'm more in favor of going tight end here. I think you can get a lot of value in the quarterback position later on and there's just no set thing at running back alright then I think we should go with Travis Kelsey here and we'll call it the day and hopefully get a better valued running back after this because the running back's value wasn't that great following that guys but Keenan Allen Allen Robinson Cortland Sutton AJ Brown unfortunately went Melvin Gordon Todd Gurley and Patrick Mahomes Carrion Johnson and DK Metcalf in the third round to finish off round three wow and then we had Lamar Jackson 
Cooper Cup, Marlon Mack, Calvin Ridley, DJ Shark go really early, I think, as well. Adam Thielen, Eckler, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Boyd in the fourth round. Okay, not too bad. Uh, but now it's back to us, guys. We're back at running back now, and the running backs on board right now, still James Conner, you know, Chris Carson, Dave Montgomery, Kerry, uh, Kenyon Drake, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Devin Singletary. Where does anyone see that running back? I like Devin Singletary per se, but maybe you guys. I can. love Devin Singletary here, I especially with the news of Frank Gorn coming back. I think he's going to be all right. Deal in the pool. All right. Then let's go with Devin Singletary. Then let's take our, him as our RB one, and we'll go from there. And then we go and finish off the fourth round with Deshaun Watson and Evan Ingram. Following that, back onto the fifth round. Right before we get to our pick here. Um, <laughs> Uh, quarterback went, and then Robert Woods. We're not going to mention the quarterback, so Robert Woods went. And now we have a situation, guys. Do we want to go running back now? Do we want to take another stud, possibly, like a, like a young guy like Dave Montgomery to kind of bounce back, maybe a reliable guy like Chris Carson? Or do we see other positions that need, you know, wide receivers, got Michael Gallup, Landry, Christian Kirk, Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think we can still wait at the quarterback position. So where do you guys see it? I'm a big Gallup fan, but I think we should go David Montgomery here. Yeah, I'll take David Montgomery. Uh, we saw uh, which wide receivers leading the offense. Uh, I think Alan that would be up more uh, touches for the running backs in general. All right, well, uh, you guys beat me two to one because I would have said Carson, but we'll go Dave Montgomery. We'll go Young at running back, and we'll let those two ride it out to the sunset. And then we had a slew of player went now, and. Chris Carson, Christian Kirk, Jarvis Landry, Philip Lindsay, Michael Gallup, Zach Ertz, Carrion, Carrion, I keep saying Carrion, Kenyon Drake, Mark Andrews, Le'Veon Bell finishes the fifth round, and then we end the fourth, the sixth, Terry McLaurin, Russell Wilson, T.Y. Hilton, Debo Samuels, which kind of mad about that, James Conner, Mark Ingram, and Marquise Brown, Hunter Henry, and Darius Geis, which he should be lower on this list, but that's okay. Uh, where do we go here next, guys? Do you guys think quarterback's too early, or we still want to go running back and wide receiver? I think we could snag a quarterback a little bit later. We could also establish, since we went later with running backs, to get like a nice little three trifecta core for our position as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about Kareem Hunt. Sonny Michelle. Uh, David Johnson is a, is a mystery guy still, could perform really well. James White with the PPR to him. Uh, where do you guys, what are you, what's your uh, thoughts there, Kevin? I like Hunter. I think we saw what he can do even splitting the backfield um, in the last eight games in 2019. I think if it stays with the Browns, he'll still get decent enough volume. If he does end up going somewhere else, like the talent is there. I kind of like Mike Williams, though. Mike Williams is sitting there still. I still believe in him. Uh, Jibs, we'll let you make the call. We shall go... Williams or Hunt? I'm going to go Hunt just because I just like the other values at wide receiver. We still could get, like, Cooks, Fuller. We could get Harry, younger receiver. We could roll the dice on Green or Elman because they're older. All right, well, you made the pick. Kareem Hunt was our guy, and then followed that, we went four straight wide receivers with Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, Will Fuller, and Nikhil Harry, unfortunately, off the board. Now we're back in round seven. We got a lot of things going on here. Sonny Michelle sitting there still. AJ Green, you know, Curtis Samuel, Julian Edelman. These some older guys here. 
Uh, you know, I guess we could still continue to wait on the quarterback position, but, you know, Sonny Michelle seems a pretty logical candidate, kind of young still. Uh, we could go with another veteran at wide receiver. What do you guys like? Hey, if we were trying to get a quarterback right now, I would hit the button on Kyler Murray mm. just because of the potential youth, and he's only going to get better. Yeah, I would be going Dak Prescott here. Ooh, okay. I see going, oh my God, okay, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll I love Kyler as well, but I think they're both. I mean, Dak's only twenty-six, so you know. I mean, I'm open to both. So. All right. Well, I guess I'll make the call since you guys split on that one. And I'm going to go Dak Prescott overall. I think, I think he just has the better offense right now, now and long term. And I think he just has the better team right now. So Dak Prescott's our guy. We went Austin Hooper. Kyle Murray went two round, two picks later. Curtis Samuel, Darren Waller, Julian Edelman, Carson Wentz, John Brown, Rashad Penny, A.J. Green finished off the seventh round. And then round eight, Sony Michelle, which I think is kind of a steal in some sense. Michael Harmon, TJ Hawkinson, Damian Williams, Noah Fant, Josh Allen, which I really like Josh Allen, James White, David Johnson. Baker Mayfield went after Josh Allen. That's that's an interesting one. And then we go right back, guys, and the running back's starting to look a little crazy there. I see Kevin's favorite player and Robbie Anderson sitting out there in round eight. Do we make a move on him? I mean, I'd like to, but I think there's also some good value there. I think if we want to look at maybe a backup QB, backup tight end, I think Goddard is the good Yeah, I'm, I'm with Goddard, especially with Ertz's age. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how he's going to perform as he gets older. Plus, hey, he could be traded or whatever in the, couple, in the next couple of years, but there's still enough production for Goddard and Ertz in the offense like we saw this year. Okay, well, you guys seem to call it. Well, I'll go with it because we could use a tight end in another year or two, depending on how much longer Travis Kelsey plays. So... I'll take it. He could be end up a solid flex option. It seems like he's very involved in this offense. And like you said, Jibs, if Zach Ertz is gone, he would be the presumed starter then. Following that, we had Devontae Freeman, Robbie Anderson, unfortunately go, Royce Freeman, Sterling Shepard. And now we're back at pick nine. Uh, we can safe to say the tight end is no longer a need at this moment unless someone falls. And I think we can kind of wait on the quarterback a little bit longer. So at wide, uh, running back, we have Cohen, Mostert. Stud Mostert, uh, you got some backup guys, you know, Ronald Jones is sitting there, uh, wide receiver we have, you know, Marvin Jones, Darius Slayton, Dante Johnson is sitting there, um, any of these guys interest you? Between me, it's Slayton and Deontay Johnson. I would have said the exact same thing. Alright, um, which one do you guys like better? I like I Johnson. I go with Slayton. I'm going with Slayton just because I like Daniel Jones. Oh, I really don't like Daniel Jones, but I just feel like he will be much better off. We don't know how how long Big Ben's going to be playing for him. We saw what a disaster it was without him. Of course. All right. Well, we go Slayton on that one, followed by Tevin Coleman, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Marvin Jones, Jameis Winston, O.J. Howard, Tariq Cohen, Corey Davis, Sammy Watkins, Deontay Johnson finished the 10th round, uh, Westbrook, Anthony Miller, Raheem Mostert, Tyler Higby goes in t- round 10, Alshon, Mike Isecki, Darren, uh, Darrell Henderson, Andy Isabella, ooh, interesting, finished off the last pick here, and now we're in all round 10 pick. Again, tight ends, I mean, not tight ends, running backs, there's a situation where Ronald Jones is sitting there, some high-quality backups in Madison and Hill, uh, Tony Pollard, 
Uh, well, we could go wide receiver still, and James Washington sitting there, Preston Williams, uh, Paris Campbell. These are some really young guys we could take advantage of. Where do we have preference at, guys? So I'm going to stick with what I said earlier, and I think we should go Ronald Jones there. I think of the people available, he's one of the few who actually right now has a starting position. I really can't contradict that point. I'm I'm in the believer we got to get a running back at this time. I just see the wide receivers that are in the same draft range, and I feel like we can scoop one back up if we need to. No, I swing pick. I like it. Ronald Jones still young. He's only 22 years old, guys. So he could end up performing very well. So give him another year, see what he's able to do. So we pick Ronald Jones. We're on the board in just a second here because David and Joku went. Wow, David and Joku went late. Sam Donald. Finished off round 10. Round 11 is Paris Campbell and Jared Goff. Now the running backs are starting to look like we're just going through backups at this point. So uh, we could go quarterback again if we wanted to. Daniel Jones is sitting there. Ryan Tannehill. Drew Brees still out there. We could go maybe wide receiver. You know, James Washington. Preston Williams sitting out there still, guys. Jamison Crowder. John Ross. What do we like at here? Love to go with my boy Preston, but we'll see what you guys think. I'm open to Preston. I also think going QB here. Matthew Stafford's there. Um, he's only 32. Um, I think with the team he has around him, throwing it to Galladay and Marvin Jones, I think he could be a bit of a steal this year. Okay, not not, not a bad play. He's been very solid. But, Jibs, what about you? I'm going to give it up for Preston Williams. We, I like what we have with a roster construction for, so far. We have two high-end wide receivers who are a little bit older. We have a young wide receiver. So I think if we get another wide receiver, we'd kind of be good set up for the following years to come. All right. So Preston Williams it is. And then we're moving on. Finished up the 11th round with Alexander Madison, Justice Hill, James Washington, Matt Breida, Golden Tate, Tony Pollard. Irv Smith Jr., Matthew Stafford, unfortunately, goes. Jimmy G finishes off round 11. Then round 12, we have Latavius Murray, Terrell Williams, John Ross, J.J. Osega, Whiteside, Jameson Crowder, which I kind of like. Daniel Jones, Christian Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins, gosh. Deontay Foreman, that's a little strange. He's still out there. And Cam Newton. And now we're back, guys. And quarterback, we could take, you know, we could go with somebody like Ryan Tannehill, Drew Brees, maybe Big Ben if we want to right now. Uh, Drew Locke is sitting there, who's been a could be a big up and comer. Uh, you know, there's some guy like Emmanuel Sanders, Devontae Parker's still sitting out there, guys. Uh, I know Kevin's a little low on him. Running backs, Dave Duke Johnson, Jamal Williams. I mean, guys aren't really that crazy right now. Uh, tight ends are a bit older. Jared Cook and Eric Ebron. Where are we looking at there, guys? If we want to look to the running back position, I think Jordan Howard could be a decent pick here. He's a free agent going into this the next couple of weeks. We'll see where he signs. That could be tasty. Um, I think if we're going wide receiver, I know I'm low on Parker, but I think in the 12th, not bad value. Okay. Yeah, I just can't see myself to get two Dolphins on the same team, given the concerns. Sorry, Beef. Okay. But I, I kind of agree with Kevin. Jordan Howard's a free agent. We, we could take him as our like free lotto space. Maybe he goes to a good offense. We won't know until a couple weeks. But you still got to get some quality running backs on our team for backups. You, you can see the list. is Jamal Williams, Damien Harris, Chase Edmonds. I'm not really feeling those guys. 
and it's only going to get worse. All right, well, you guys beat me on that one. I can't do anything about it, but Jordan Howard, welcome to the team. Uh, Let's now, go. Now we're finishing off round 12 with Emmanuel Sanders and Duke Johnson. And then round 13 we have Jamal Williams and Damian Harris, which leaves us with Devontae Parker still sitting there. We could go quarterback <laughs> with Drew Brees, Drew Locke. The running backs are starting to look really bad. Uh, yes, they you know, are. Nikeem Hines is an interesting player if maybe you know Philip Rivers goes there. Uh, Raquel Armstead, Benny Snell, some young guys we could take a shot on. Tight end, I think we're still pretty good for the most part. Uh, where is everyone leading towards? Uh, like Jim said, I don't think we should be taking two Dolphins receivers. So I think I would be ruling out Parker here. Um, someone I like as a deep sleeper this year is Deshaun Hamilton. He's going to play the slot for Denver, replacing Emmanuel Sanders. It's an offense that's going to grow. Drew Locke's going to, well, he showed he has some talent last year. Hopefully he moves that forward. I think Hamilton could be a bit of a bit of a deep sleeper. I'm just a bit concerned if they bring a rookie in. This coming year, they go high on a rookie. Um, I think they're looking to bring more of an outside receiver in, yeah. more than a slot guy. But we'll, we'll see in a few weeks. That's true, definitely. I just he, he just didn't perform to what I liked last year. Again, the offense was a little shaky. Uh, we're running out of time though. Jibs, what about you? Where do you like? Mm. Just looking at these trash players, I just kind of want to pick Parker because he's pretty much the best player available. If we were going along with this team, we definitely could trade one of the two. Uh, I'm gonna go Parker yeah, here. I'm argue with that. Gonna make the final call there, just because he is a starter and he's gonna be productive in some sense. Um, follow that: Trey Quinn, Jarrett Cook, Carlos Hyde, Ian Thomas, T.J. Anderson, Ryan Tannehill, Elijah uh, Holyfield, Chase Edmonds, Eric Ebron finishes off round 12, 13, and then follow that by Alfred Morris, Will Disley, Drew Brees, Deshaun Howitson, Nakeem Himes. Uh, Kiki QT, Auden Tate, which Auden Tate, I wish would have felt it lost a little bit. That would have been a great pick. Sean Jackson, Hunter Renfro was also a great pick. Oh, man. Great picks just falling off the board right now. Now we're back, guys. I think we could take a good shot right now on Drew Locke because the quarterback situation right now is looking very, very thin. Uh, tell me what you guys have right now. I completely agree. Okay. What's your, uh, your case for Locke over Trubisky? I just think I like the new offense he's going to be in. I think he's got the better weapons and the, just a better talent overall, even though maybe Allen Robinson is a slight better than Cortland Sun, but I think overall I think they just have the better talent there with the tight end and the better running game. And there's no guarantee Trubisky's even the starter. Come exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm with you guys. Right, Lock me up. True lock as is. Uh, and then we follow the 14th round to finish up with Roquel Armstead. Would have been a great pick, too. Miles Boykins out of the Ravens. Darwin Thompson. And then we have Jalen Samuels. Now we're back to us, guys. We're getting close on time here. Assuming quarterbacks were right. Justin Jackson. Oof, man. Justin Jackson. The receiver position looks very thin of not knowing. Alan Lazard is sitting there. I kind of like Alan Lazard a little bit. Uh, But Alan Lazard. No, I'm just kidding. Come on, man. He's got. He's. He's. Come on. He's Aaron Rodgers number two right now. But uh, Kevin, we'll let you pick. Who do we like? I'm gonna go for Benny Snell. Benny Snell. Okay. I. I actually like that pick. I don't hate it because James Conner can't stay healthy. So you went with third way, and we'll give it to you on that one. So Benny Snell, welcome to this team. 
And then we follow the rest of the round with Dawson Knox, Larry Fitz, Chris Herndon, Justin Jackson, Kenny Stells, uh, Ido Smith, Giannari Bernard, Lamar Miller, Juno, Jono Smith was sitting there, so wow. Um, Malcolm Brown, Gus Edwards, Chris Thompson, Deion Lewis, Mitch Trubisky, LaShawn McCoy, Peyton Barber, Devontae Booker. Oh, God. And Bilal yeah. Powell. <laughs> Thought he was dead. Um, but <laughs> we're back now. Uh, tight ends. Uh, there's no one really too crazy unless we want to go with a real young guy. Uh, you know, Bashad Perryman sitting out there still. Guys like Alan Lazar, Hakeem Butler uh, are out there still. Um, the running backs, I mean, Jarrett McKinnon, Boston Scott, Bryce Love we could take a shot on. AP is technically the starter of Washington. Anyone here that you guys really like? This is like that dead zone. Yeah. <laughs> Even the dog doesn't like it. Um, but I mean, Rashad Perriman's going to be a free agent. I think someone may give him a bit of money. You never know where he lands. But I think going back to your looking before, Alan Lazard maybe. All right. Um, you know what? Jibs, unless you have any nose on it, I think I'm going to just take it. And he was taken. And we're just going to do a couple more rounds here, guys, because if we keep going, we could be here for another hour, maybe. Uh, so let's see here. Finishing on round 16, we have Alfred Blue, Gerald Everett. Round 17, we start off with Keekeen Butler, which, damn, I really wanted him. Ted Gen, And now we're back, and, you know, Prashad Perryman's still sitting there. Guys like Jarrett McKinnon could end up having a decent season coming back. Um, I mean, we could go Chase Steinberger, Jack Doyle, Kyle Rudolph. Anyone here, guys, you guys like? Uh, no one's really uh, showing out right now, so if there's anyone you really want to go for. Jibs, anybody? All right, well, I think we should just take the shot on Bashad Perryman and see what happens. Maybe he can kind of break that trend of being a bad player, and that's what we kind of look for. Uh, follow that, we have Dante Pettis. Um, we have Marcos Valdez-Scantley. Jalen Hurd, Paul Richardson, Kyle Rudolph, Derek Carr, Dwayne Haskins, Josh Reynolds, and Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, wow. Cole Beasley would have been a great candidate, too, uh, just for this past coming season for round 17. And then round 18, we had Kelvin Harmon, Devin Funches, Muhammad Sanu, Josh Doxson, Jack Doyle, Vance McDonald, Chase Sinesberger, Big Ben. Well, I didn't realize Big Ben was still there. Nelson Aguilar. And now we're back, guys. And whew, the receivers look really slim at this point. No one really is standing out in my eyes. Jeremy McKinnon is still sitting there. He hasn't played in two years, but he does play for that San Francisco team who could end up putting some big numbers. Or maybe we go with the guy like Greg Olson with Seattle for a year. Bryce Love is there, guys. What is anyone thinking? Show my love, Boston Scott. Show my man, Boston Scott, some love. Kevin, I'll let you finish it off here. Any? Um, I mean, Adrian Peterson, like you say, he's doing, going back for another year in Washington. Their offense could be improved. I know guys it's going to be hopefully healthy if he can stay that way. Um, but given we're in the 18th round, the punt on a, on a running back, not the worst chance. Right, uh, let's see here. Um, I'm going to uh, break the tie and go Boston Scott on this one. I just think the youth is good enough to keep him around. I know AP's older, but he's a starter. But Boston Scott's young. Maybe he can pull a Darren Sproles kind of like career. So we'll go with Boston Scott. And then we have two picks left of the 18th round with Randall Cobb and Antonio Brown went eventually. So, you know, you have him there. And then we're just going to finish off 
until round 20. The rest of the rounds we're going to just kind of auto-pick at that point because it's it, we could talk about some no-names for hours, guys. So uh, Zach Pascal, Jerron Brown went. Again, AP still just sitting there. Bryce Love, Jarrett McKinnon. Uh, anywhere we like on this one, guys? I mean, it could be worth getting a, a third QB in. I see Teddy Bridgewater still there. Um, Philip Rivers, if he goes to the Colts, I think he could have an, a couple of years doing well. Do like your Teddy Bridgewater there, because he could go to the Bucks and have a great year. Jibs, any uh, any other pick there? I'll take Teddy, or you could even like speculate on Dalton going to the Patriots. I went with Teddy on that one. So we took Teddy Bridgewater, guys. Tom Brady, Philip Rivers. Oh, tra- never mind. Tom Brady did not go. Travis Benjamin, Philip Rivers, Trey Burton, Jacoby Myers. Then Tom Brady, Chris Conley, actually. Chris Conley was actually an interesting candidate there, to be honest. Uh, Joe Flacco. Greg Olson, Geronimo Allison, finished off round 19. Round 20, a last pick, guys. Chris Moore, Albert Wilson, Jarius Wright, Josh Gordon, Zay Jones, Jacoby Brissett, Marquise Good, Goodwin, Andy Dolan, Jarrett McKinnon, one pick, uh, finished off. And then I guess at this point I think we could go with one more running back. Uh, Bryce Love or AP, guys? Uh, Love probably has more of a future. AP is more a bit of backup for this season so I'd probably favor love I'll go with love I'm a young guy all the way all right so our team finished off guys Woo! we went 20 rounds the rest of it will be auto draft you can find that on our Twitter page but I'll quickly go over our team here uh, for quarterbacks we have Dak Prescott Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater for wide for running back we have Singletary Montgomery Kareem Hunt Ronald Jones Jordan Howard Benny Snells Boston Scott and Bryce Love. For wide receiver, we have Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Darius Slayton, Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, Alan Lazard, Bashad Perryman. And then for our tight ends, we went early with Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard. Not a bad draft, guys. I could say so for myself. I agree. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Oof, Dynasty takes a lot out of you having to pick real quick and early, guys. But uh, that is the end of our episode, guys. We thank you guys for listening. We do appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Dynasty is a lot of fun to do, but when we get to those late rounds, it could be a, a bit uh, exhausting figuring out who to pick at that point because it's just picking straws. But uh, we do thank you guys for listening. Again, as always, please go check out our website at www.thefantasycoaches.com. And again, always go, please go follow the Twitter page at Coaches Fantasy. Uh, you can follow me at Coach Stephen P. Oh, you can follow me at Hot Take Contra on Twitter. You can follow me at Coach KBH. Get me up to 200. I'm almost there. Yeah, so help my help my guy out, Kevin, guys. Get him to 200. Uh, definitely going to shout you out later, Kevin, to get you that next level. But we thank you guys thank for you. listening. Absolutely. Uh, we thank you guys for listening tonight, and hopefully you guys like the episode. We'll be back next week to talk about free agents. So until then, then, guys, have a great one.